What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our sponsors, Carnivore Shred. Uh, Carnivore Shred is a two-in-one thermogenic protein product. This thing is setting the world on fire. My man Roger's been on it for a couple weeks. Tell me a little bit about it, Roger. A couple weeks now. Like Frankie said, I've been doing it for a couple weeks. Definitely the two-in-one uh, protein uh, thermogenic powder is definitely giving me results. Uh, like I said, I've been on it for a few weeks now. As a matter of fact, I just tried on Frankie's T-shirt, and it actually damn near fit me. Listen, I'm taking the carnivore protein, so my mediums are not like regular mediums. Mediums. Listen, Carnivore Shred is a fat-burning, muscle-building uh, uh, solution featuring the power of carnivore beef protein isolate. Guys, this is delicious. Gets the, gets the job done. Check it out. Real show. Here we go. Real show. Here we go. You know that it's got to be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and that rocking out with Iron Man F.E.? You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about. You know that winners win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the ball blast. Oh, so they can't see you now. Yeah, it's my okay. grandbaby. My grandbaby trying to help me out. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. 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 You can see. Okay, okay yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Kids All and right. technology. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm way, way behind. <laughs> so is my dad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too. I'm not too caught up myself. CT, it's, it's great to have you on. Um, the last time, I, I'm a little story about, uh, I was fighting Max Holloway. I was working with a nutritionist, Tyler Minton, and I believe he's he's friends with your son, has worked with your son in some capacity, and he got you to, to send me a, a, a little video, a little audio clip, uh, you know, before that fight, you know, encouraged me and whatnot, and that was awesome, because uh, he heard me listening to you, uh, you know, I am the one. You know, uh, when, <laughs> yeah. I, when I was getting ready, you know, I was, when I was doing my fight week preparation. So that was very cool of you to, uh, you know, send me that. Of course, man. I'm a big Frankie Edgar fan. So that was no problem. You know, I, 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 I thank you so much for providing me with a whole lot of entertaining ass whoopings, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Um, I, this is my, my podcast host, Roger Matthews. Um, Roger, how you doing, young man? What's CT? What's up, buddy? Sorry, I got some technical difficulties over here. Uh, first and foremost, for me, thank you, man. As a as a gym buff, you know, for the last 20, 25 years or so, uh, you've motivated me and and my whole group that you know we we call ourselves the Do Work Crew. You you've totally motivated us, man. We used to, you know, I think everybody puts motivational music on, right? Like Frankie comes out to Biggie, you know, everybody cranks their jam. We just watched YouTube's videos of you for for like years. I swear, just to get us motivated, bro. I got it now. Thank you, man. Up. I appreciate appreciate the hell out of so that. Thank you, thank you so much for that. Yes, I really appreciate it. I don't know. I never set out to be a motivational speaker or motivating uh, anything like that. I just was, you know, being me. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I thought most people, as soon as they heard me say a few words, would turn me off and never turn it turn it back on. But to my surprise, there's some crazy people out there like me, and they dug it, so I'm still here. Yeah, that's all. I, you know, um, I think that's phenomenal. Um, you know, you definitely speak to a lot of crazy people. Like myself, I mean, I'm definitely a, 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 a you know, 
always attacking it like you are. I actually just watched your uh, your documentary just to kind of catch up a little bit. The magnificent uh, documentary, and that was phenomenal. And it's the way you uh, you motivate people, coaching people. Uh, I mean, that's just um, something that I'm, uh, a lot of people are into, and a lot of people respect. You're real as hell. Uh, I think that's number one, and uh, a lot of people can see that when when whenever you talk about. What you're doing, you're so passionate about all the stuff you do. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool documentary. Well, I appreciate that, Frankie. Uh, I want to ask you a question because, uh, you know, I got to speak to uh, one another one of my heroes in the UFC, which was Hoist Gracie. Mm. Uh, and I spoke to him and I asked him uh, because I was I was wondering if anybody else out there was crazy like me and willing uh, to die for what they mm. believe in or what they, you know, how, how passionate about. And he told me that he never prepared, had an after party, he never thought about an after party. He never prepared to have fun. He never made any preparations for anything after the fight. He said he never made any, you know, preparations. I'm not going to see, never told his friends to see him after none of that because he was prepared to die in that fucking octagon. Yeah. And when I heard that shit, Frankie, I was like, oh man, there's another one out there who's just <laughs> the biggest fucking idiot as I am. <laughs> and I didn't think I didn't think it was possible, but uh talking to him and I wanted to ask you, have you felt that same fucking way? Were you that did you have that kind of I, mental I Yes, I, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know if I ever thought I was going to die, but I was always willing to, you know what I mean? I was yeah. willing to, and I knew after the fights, I was kind of the same as Hoist. I never did an after party. I never went to the club. I hung out in a hotel room with my with my family and friends and, uh, and teammates because I always expected to be banged up because, you know, if I put, put in the work, I'm going to be banged up. So let's not, uh, let's not, you know, plan any parties <laughs> until, until, until yeah. later on. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? And I wanted to ask you that because I knew it. Well, I would have bet money that that's how you felt from watching the way you perform, the way you know you get after it. Yeah, it's I, I would have bet all kind of money that Frank Edgar had that same mindset. Because one thing for sure, you're gonna get your if you watch a Frank Edgar fight, you're gonna get your fucking money's worth. Uh, and he's he's gonna be putting it on the line, and I fucking love that about it. Yeah, about thank it. you. Thank you. Especially yeah. the trilogy with Maynard. Oh man, I mean, it was epic. Hey, I don't mind telling you, I was a little worried for you in those. Right? Oh, I was yeah. A little oh, worried. yeah, yeah. Every, I think everybody's a little worried. <laughs> yeah, that 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 motherfucker was he, was, he wasn't bullshitting either. The crazy <laughs> but, thing about Hoist. Oh man, this my shit keeps going out. But anyway, um, the crazy thing about Hoist was that guy competed in a time when there was no weight classes. You fought multiple times a night. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that was like early. I think, was he UFC 1? or UFC 1, yeah. Yes, UFC he was. UFC 1. Yeah. I mean, he, you're you're known for your iconic and epic lines. He had a pretty epic line. I think is when he came back to fight Matt Hughes when he got the like standing ovation when he came in. Didn't he say something like, I built this or something yeah, like that? Yeah. It, was, I, it was epic. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. He did, he did build did. it, yeah. That yep. whole family. I think there's a connection issue with my, my headphones here, or my mic, rather, because... Yeah, it keeps going in and out. Like, I can't hear myself talk right now. Sorry about that, CT. Hey, uh, technology. It was out and then it came back in, and now it's out again. But anyway, I can yeah. manage. 
it's out still. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm very, very technology challenged myself. <laughs> yes. So yes. no problem, man. Hey, you know, yeah. I forgot to ask you guys from the beginning. Uh, I cuss a lot. So, hey, um, I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of with you. I, I got a pretty uh, bad mouth myself. Okay, um, I was just wondering if it was okay. It's all, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. I, I, yeah, prefer, yeah. I prefer it, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you got your uh, your bleeping guy with the bleeping button. Or yeah, bleeping yeah. Out we got the. Bleep. I'm gonna keep we got a bleep for like today. the first. The first. We, this is what they say. The first two minutes of a YouTube video, you bleep it, and yeah. then after, let it fly. So we're, good. we're we're all yeah. the way in. <laughs> you get you get incredible views though on on your YouTube stuff, and I feel like you come right out the gate dropping f bombs, and never seems to affect your views. But a couple podcasters told us that slow down on the f bombs for the first couple minutes, and then you know you won't you won't hit that algorithm where they they kind of shadow ban you. So okay, you get your the bleeping guy better be ready yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> you got CT Fletcher on here, man. You know it's yeah. it's no uh. Two ways about it, and, and, you know, either you love me or you hate me. It, it ain't no in between with me, man. And, yeah. You know, it's and I'm just shocked, and uh, it's still overwhelming to me that anybody watches my shit at all. Because the, the first, the first video I got on there, I told me, hey, "Look, I don't give a fuck. It's bleep bleep. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you watch me or not. Turn the shit off. If you don't hear what I gotta say, turn the shit off." But who's gonna watch somebody say some yeah, shit like but, that? But but gym hardcore gym dudes eat that up, bro. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's you know, in yeah. your world, it's like the perfect niche, you know, what you do because nobody's in the gym listening to Britney Spears. You want you're either listening to hardcore rock or hardcore rap or metal or C T Fletcher, you know what I mean? <laughs> like and you know, and it's so funny because I was actually a personal trainer for a while. You know, I worked twenty eight years at the post office. I did my time in the army. Then I tried personal training, and I had I had I sucked at personal training. <laughs> I had about why? What? Because no, I mean I I would tell them, you know, just like uh, in the videos, I actually, you know, that's how I train people. Look, if you're gonna come here and and act like a fucking pussy, you wasted my time yeah, and yeah. yours. Take your fucking ass back home. <laughs> I like so it. I didn't have very many clients. I put it that way. But were they because they just couldn't keep up with the the workload and, and your your style, or do you think they uh, just a little bit soft? It it was that it was that and the fact you know my I think my bluntness mm-hmm. uh, you know drove quite a few clients away. Yeah. The workload was you know quite heavy, but I'm like I I started tra- I was fifty some years old when I started training. But I'm like fuck I'm fifty some you fucking twenty year old kid you can't keep up with me. Take your punk ass back <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't appreciate that. And you know, I, I really, uh, I, I didn't care. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I, I didn't make very much money. That's for damn sure. So, <laughs> but and I'm then sure. so, but I I'm expected sure you, you, the same thing on YouTube. Now right, you did that right, in like a right. franchise gym. Uh oh oh no no well yeah yeah it's a uh, Metroflex is a franchise but it's not like goals or anything they probably you know it's probably man, 25 of them across the country now but it was a, a it was a franchise gym though i feel like the, the rules they have the the gym rules i feel like you break them all and that's <laughs> i don't i can't see you in a franchise gym yeah no uh, I, I wouldn't you know planet fitness i wouldn't make it there that's the damn <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah yeah <laughs> 
But I mean, nope. with that with, with that kind of uh, approach to training people, you're going to get the clients that that are hardcore and that that are probably right up your alley, though. Absolutely, you know, I had a, a core about five guys that they loved it. They fucking came back, you know. That's how I survived in the beginning. But they would keep coming back and keep coming back for more. But it's you know, it's only you're only going to get a, a certain few that like that kind of shit, you know. And I, lucky a lot of UFC fighters identify with it because i mean they're the baddest motherfuckers on the planet you know what i mean they they don't want shit sugar-coated they they want it they want hardcore shit so they accept uh ct fletcher style training and talking shit and all that they accept it and i'm just blessed and lucky you know that that's that's the case i get to cuss people out for a living man i used to cuss people out for nothing you know what i mean (laughs) yeah you paid to do it can't beat it yeah. Did you ever have anybody that's like a client that's like I know you have the gym wars and stuff and all the competitions in your past. You ever have a client that like impressed you that movie that ended up being a a, a, compet- a competitive you know bodybuilder competitive you know uh, strength strength um, gotta be the, the Hulk right one of your guys yeah well it? yeah the Hulk was uh I mean Hulk Smash was my most viewed video to date and still the most viewed video I I go to. Saudi Arabia or, or Japan or uh, China or somewhere, and they be as soon as I get off the airplane, they yelling at me, "Hulk smash, Hulk smash!" <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, you know he's he's one. But the most impressive client that I had, I held a, a a class, a certification class, and I had one guy in there. He was about three hundred pounds, and he could never complete any task that I gave the class. You know, if I said, you know push-ups until you, uh, I need 15 push-ups, whatever. He could never complete any one of them, Frankie. But what this guy did do was he'd fall on his fucking face before he quit. Mm. He would never quit. He would fall flat on his fucking face before he gave up. And that song is passed with flying colors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's it, Frankie. That, that, The effort. He put forth more effort than anybody else in that class. He everything I asked him to do, he would fall flat on his fucking face before he give up. He was not giving up, yeah. and that to me is more impressive than the motherfucker can do everything I asked him to do. I agree. You know, my kids wrestling. I always tell them it's it's not it's not want it's not winning is is not what matters. It's wanting to win, putting the effort to win. That's what matters. Hell yes, yeah. exactly. Couldn't put that better myself. What's, exactly. your, what's your take on that, CT? I mean, you know, like like you can teach motivation, right? Like you motivate a lot of people, but willpower—that's might be something a little different. I think, you know, I think Frankie is just—I mean, he just naturally has like uh, he's known for his heart, right? I think some guys yeah, are just it's, it's, some guys are just it's, kind of born like that. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't work hard; he's probably the hardest worker in the gym, but he's got something in his heart that just you can't—I I feel like you can't teach it, and some guys just have that, right? Yeah, sounds like, I, that, I sounds like that gentleman you were just talking about has that. Yep, I absolutely believe that will. I mean, you can teach uh, a lot of different techniques, a lot of skill, but that fucking intangible aspect, that fucking will, that when everything is equal, we both got the same skill level, we both got the same, but that fucking will is what separates the winner from lose. That 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 will is that intangible thing that you cannot teach. That shit. Frank Edgar was born with that fucking shit. You better, I guarantee 
You didn't. No coaster te- happy teacher that you fucking. We were born with that shit. That that so. will. That undeniable will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this shit on my fucking die trying. Mm. That's uh, 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 Joe. I know you know you're friendly with Joe Rogan. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I've, I've heard him say. Uh, it's you know it's hard to be motivated all the time. It's hard to be motivated, but but when you're not motivated, you got to be disciplined, and then then you're gonna do what you gotta do. Absolutely, absolutely, and a, and a disciplined motherfucker's got a, a ton of will. Trust yeah, me, yeah, it, it oh, takes yeah. it. Yeah, that that discipline is powered by his will. I mean that 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 this it, that absolute when you don't feel like it, when nobody else is around, there's no crowds cheering, and you take your punk ass in there and do what you got to do anyway. That's what champions are made of. But I'm I'm, I'm preaching to the crowd. I'm talking to Frankie fucking Edgar, man. He knows his shit. <laughs> now, CT, are you, are you still in the gym quite a bit? No, not quite a bit, but I am in there. You know, I'm okay. in there doing what I can. Okay. I just came, uh, I got a little gym in the backyard. I just came from back there. Awesome. You know, I'm 64 years old. I flatlined five fucking times. Okay. I got a heart transplant. But I'm still doing what I can, Frankie. I love it. I love it. You still, you still have uh, uh, Iron Addicts gym? Is that? Oh yeah, I still got the gym. Awesome. But you know, uh, a lot of times I don't. I I just rather go out in the backyard and do what I can yep. with my son. And uh, I just, you know, it's, it's a lot easier for me. I'm, I'm a senior citizen now, man. Yeah. Samson, right? Your son Samson. Yes. He's a powerlifter himself, right? I mean, he's he's yep. pretty insanely strong. Yeah, he's, he's young, coming right? along real well. Coming yeah. along real well. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be a a rewarding process, right? I know it's it's rewarding, you know, being able to share wrestling and fighting with my with my sons and, and daughter. Uh you know, be able to share that with your with your kids and grandkids. That's that's gotta be very rewarding. It uh, as you as you know, it's the best. Mm. It is the best. To watch the watch your kid, you know, uh fall in love or with something you you you're uh, you've been an athlete your whole life you've been a UFC champ I mean and to watch your kid come along that's it's so much more gratifying to me to see my kid my grandkids out there following in my footsteps than any trophy or title that I've ever won I, I you know I much prefer watching them do it yeah that, to me like everyone talks about legacy I'm like. That's real legacy, you know. That's yep. how you keep it going. That's yeah. it, right there. That is it. I'm I'm their biggest cheerleader for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's all. It's uh, it, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Then we, you know, uh, John Jones will uh, comment on my son if he see he see a lift. My son did. He'll uh, comment on him, and you know, when I see stuff like that, uh, the tarantula. You know, a lot of a lot of yeah. UFC guys they'll when man that means the world to me mm-hmm. to have those guys you know uh look at my son doing something come i i prefer them uh comment on him or something that he does over them comment on anything that i did or do any day you know com- yeah. fuck me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> comment on my son man that 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 means the world to me yeah that's gonna be your forever legacy oh yeah oh yeah yeah CT, you look great, man. How do you feel? I mean, I, anybody that's not familiar with your story, you had, I believe it was 2005, right? You had uh, open heart surgery, and then 2018, you actually had a heart transplant, which that can't be a common thing. How, you look great. How do you feel? Uh, man, I, I'm, when everybody, everybody asks me that, I always say, 
the same answer, and that's that I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed, man. So, uh, and when I say I'm blessed, that don't mean I'm, you know, I feel like running a fucking marathon. <laughs> it just means I'm blessed to still be here, man. That's so, right. uh, that's right. I feel really, I feel really good, uh, to still be here to, to, to come on your podcast and be able to talk to you young folks. <laughs> that makes me feel real good, man. You're but a legend, I, you know, brother. You're a legend. Yeah. yeah. Don't get bigger than that. It was, it was, uh, um, the flatlining five times and and having a heart transplant, you know that that took a little steam out of the old man's mm-hmm. sails. But you know I have no complaints whatsoever. I'm still here and I'm still curling. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's be you know we we all have haters, right? All of us, and I think there'll be a oh, lot of man. haters out there that would say, "Oh, he did steroids. That happened to him because of steroids." But I I read when you were a, 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 a you know powerlifter. You were all natural. You didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad you asked me about that. Uh, I tried steroids in 1980 for six months. I've been lifting weights, you know, since 69. I think it's, I think <laughs> it's important to say, though, that was doctor prescribed, right? Because I heard that on absolutely. Rogan. You weren't, was, like, buying you know, them off the street. The, yeah. It was not illegal. It right. was I went right to a, a doctor, got a prescription, tried to sit out. And just because they told me, frankly, they told me that if I wanted to be Mr. America, which at the time was bigger than Mr. Olympia, Mr. All these other countries, Mr. America was if I wanted to be Mr. America, I was going to have to take steroids. There's no question. If you want to be Mr. America. You're going to be on the cover of the magazines. You're going to make a living doing this shit. Instead of throwing sacks around at the post office, you're going to have to take steroids. And I let them fuckers talk me into that, Frank. And that is my biggest regret to this day. I don't have any regrets about anything else, but that is my biggest regret that I let some son of a bitch talk me into trying this shit. That's my biggest regret. If I had any, if I had a regret, that would be it. Uh, six months, and I, you know, I tell people about it. I, I, I'm thinking I'm being uh, open and honest, and people are gonna say, "Hey, yeah, you know, I appreciate you telling." What <laughs> they don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. nothing. But those six months are the only thing that mm-hmm. people uh, talk about. They, oh no, you, exactly. you took steroids in fucking 1980. You fucking, you took yeah. them, and they yeah. lasted you for 50 fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we talk about. So I, I mean, you know. Those are people that never done anything hard in their life, though, for the most part, you know? (laughs) Yeah, man. Even guys that that take steroids that are jacked. I mean, they didn't get jacked from taking steroids. They got jacked from working hard. I mean, that's really Oh, they they still use that shit. It's people that you don't even know that are taking fucking steroids every Mm. fucking... And they don't look worth a fuck. Yeah. Because they ain't putting... You know, they take steroids and think the steroids are going to do everything. And that's that's not the case. You, you still gotta work your case. ass up. Yeah. You still gotta work your ass up. If you don't work your ass up, you're still gonna look fucked. Yeah. You know? right. If it was that easy, I mean every rich person yeah. would go out and get him a bottle of steroids and it'd all I mean, be fucking up. looking like a dinosaur. But you still gotta work. You know, there's there's a guy you just mentioned, John Jones, who obviously, you know, tested positive for steroids, but in my opinion, uh, arguably the greatest pound for pound fighter in the world how much did that help him i wonder you know i guess you'll never there's no metric where you can ever 
figure that out. But, uh, you know, um, that guy is, in my opinion, probably the, the pound for pound greatest fighter in the world. And, you know, his legacy is forever going to be tarnished because of that. And he's going to have his haters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, gonna, you know, he's going to definitely have his haters, but in my opinion, he, he's the goat, uh, him, uh, him along him, him and mighty mouse. Mm-hmm. And, but nobody, I mean, nobody's got a fucking, uh, Frankie Edgar Hart, Frankie Edgar Hart can match up with against mm-hmm. any of those, anybody's, uh, but the, between Mighty Mouse and, and uh, John Bones Jones, those are some bad motherfuckers right yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson um, never has tested p- positive for, for no, steroids. His no, record no. is better, I believe, than John Jones, but he no, never. No, no, no. no. Uh-huh. John Jones has that one loss that wasn't really a loss, right? Remember, it was the. Uh, Who did Demetrius well, Johnson lose? Remind me. I've, he um, lost to Cejudo. He right. lost to a guy and and won, but then came back and smoked him. That's right. He has That's a couple right. losses, yep. but yep. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Frankie, we, I, I want to ask you uh, the loss to Cejudo. Do you really think he lost? Uh, I, I I don't know. It was close. It was close. I, I would have gave it to Demetrius Johnson just because. He was, you know, so dominant up until that that moment, and I, yeah, I thought he won, but Fajudo ran with it, ran with it, and did yeah, some yeah, things. I went mean, up to thirty five, did a lot, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking at best uh, it was a draw. Basically. Yeah, it right, right. Draw. Yeah, draw and draw the but belt stays with the champ. Yeah, don't fucking take his title from him on that shit, man. Yeah. That was, no, but that's I think it all, that's I think it all worked opinion. out for him. He went over to one one FC's crushing it right yep. now. Actually, I just see yep. do you, you know the Bradley Martin guy. Yeah, you see yeah. the debate there. <laughs> yeah, the debate. he's in a guy's a big dude, but he's about he's about to get taught a lesson by I, my I, man I, Mighty Mouse. Oh, oh, you know what? Hey, uh, I like Bradley. He's a friend of mine, but Mighty Mouse gonna whoop the shit out Hell of yeah. Bradley Martin. <laughs> People don't understand that. I like you know, Bradley. It, I'm sorry, bro, but the fight and the weights is two different fucking things, man. Uh, yeah. I think maybe gonna find out. 30, gonna find 40 out years ago, size, you know, I mean, size still matters. It's not that it doesn't matter, but martial arts came around and the playing field completely changed. It just changed it. You know what I mean? People, yeah. I'm sure there are people that look at me and say, I'm a big dude. I should be able to beat up Frankie, but I'm not an idiot. I've rolled with Frankie. I know who would win that fight. You know what I mean? So it's uh, there's a lot of people out there that just don't get it. They just see a big dude and they're like, oh, he would wreck everybody. And I'm not saying Bradley doesn't have a chance. I mean, maybe if he can get a hold of you know, Demetrius, and he can ragdoll him, maybe. But I think that <laughs> I think that's I think it's doubtful. I think it's very doubtful. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't see it happening. Uh, and I mean, Hoist proved it Amen. in the first UFCs, man. The size yeah. didn't matter. Uh, it's the skill set. Yeah. And, and even then, Hoist was kind of. I mean, he was just a jujitsu guy. He had no mm-hmm. striking, no wrestling whatsoever. Demetrius could do everything. Mm-hmm. Do oh everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's the horse gonna, is he, full gi every time. Yeah, he wore the gi huh? every time. It's yeah. crazy. And uh, and Bradley, you know, he's he's he and he, you know, he's uh, decent. He he can, you know, he's not he's an athlete. some he's guys, an athlete for sure. An athlete, yes, you know? absolutely, he's an yeah. athlete. But it's you know, that's like they say, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and yes, Demetrius sir. is is at the highest level, man. Yeah. yeah it, it's you know, and I like I like Bradley, but this is going to be, and uh, I I pay to see the shit. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I pay yeah, like twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit, shit. 
Just like uh, you guys seen uh, Gordon Gordon loves jujitsu. Uh, oh yeah, Gordon Ryan Jet Rowan with yeah. Jones. I yeah. fucking pay to see that too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, me yeah. too. Gordon's a Jersey. He's from Jersey actually. He was a uh, you know friend of friend of ours. You know. Uh, he came up. I remember when he came up. He was a blue belt, and he was, you know, a lot. You know, he was, geez, fifteen years old, maybe, weighing one hundred and seventy pounds. And I rolled with him. I'm like, who the hell is this kid? <laughs> you know? Yeah, he he was a stud even from the from the get go. I'm just curious, Frank. How do you think that would go? I mean, you know, uh, Jones is no slouch. He's obviously, you know, got a wrestling base, but he's also just if it jujitsu only, jujitsu only, only. Yeah, I'm, I got to go with the the Gordon. best guy. He's right. the best nogi guy ever. Right. right. You know, if you give Jones, if Jones started jiu-jitsu just from the beginning, maybe, mm-hmm. but nah, it's just it's tough to, but if a real fight, a real fight, you know, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, agreed. They seem well, to be good if, friends, what, though. What about a real fight with no strikes? A real just, fight? You know, Jones wrestling against uh, Gordon's jiu-jitsu. Yeah, just think the jiu-jitsu would, would win in that, in, that, in that fashion, as far as a fight goes, you know. But if you're able to strike, you got to give it to Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nate yeah. Diaz just said, obviously, he just lost to Jake Paul in the decision. And he said at the end of that fight, if this was a real fight, yeah. I'd win. You know what I mean? And, you know, so. Well, he had him in that guillotine. He did. The end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said, I got the choke in the ninth and something yeah. in the first. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to love that guy. The entertaining. Oh, yeah. You into yeah. boxing at all, CT? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah I, I fucking love boxing. You yep. caught the, the Crawford-Spence fight? You know I did. Oh, wow, and I, I, I never – I expected Crawford to win, but not like that. Me, honestly, here, uh, both of us, we both picked Crawford mm-hmm. to win, but I didn't know it was going to be in that fashion, man. He dominated. No, that was just a fucking – Bell to bell dominating. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That, that's a good strip. Bell to bell. Yeah. Not, not even close. And yeah, I expected nah. it to be a close fight. Right, yeah. Me too. Um, I, I've seen Floyd. I think it was Floyd was saying that um, Errol Spence should should no way he should have been fighting that low. He needs to go up a couple, you know, quite a few weight classes. So I wonder if he will. If that'll help him out. Well, I, I bet he. I, I don't. I don't think he'll do that again. <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh-uh. yeah, nah, nah. It probably. It, you know, I don't know. Did, did he? Did he seem like he was too weak or? I think that's what? what that's what Floyd is uh, insinuating that he yeah yeah that's what you see, but he yeah I don't know it it seemed like two different class levels in there man it was it like really did Crawford was just he beat him in, in every aspect yeah <laughs> yeah I wonder who's who's next for Crawford is yeah it Charlo Charlo I think yeah he that's yeah. what he's He's calling for Charlo. Yeah, I think but, he called him out in the middle of the fight, actually. He did. Yeah, he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. In the middle of the fight. Yelling out the rope, yeah, yelling out next. the ring. You're next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how far back do you guys go with boxing? How far does your boxing knowledge go back? Knowledge? I mean, at least from I used to watch when I was a kid. I remember watching. I think it was the Spinks. I don't remember sure because I was young, very young, when Tyson fought Spinks. And I remember going mm-hmm. to my neighbor's house with my old man, you know, with all all the guys watching the fight. And I think he knocked him out in like minutes. And everyone yeah. was so pissed off that they bought mm-hmm. the fight and it ended so quickly, you know. So uh, yeah, and then I was a big Holly uh, Holyfield fan because he's a big heart guy. He was the little guy who was fighting the oh, big guys. Oh yeah. You know, the yeah. Rick Bow fights, the Hope Foreman fights. Who's the were dude awesome. from Boston? The great white Hope. Mickey fought, Ward? No, no, no. That uh, Tyson fought. Uh, 
the big what was his name? Oh yeah, oh. I remember watching that fight. I forgot. The heck is his name? Oh. I, I, I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't I can't think of it either. I'm drawing but, a blank, but I I can remember watching that fight. Yeah, and he yeah, Tyson yeah, just me. absolutely just demolished him, him. Yeah. as he yeah, did pretty much point. everybody. I mean, let's be honest. Tyson yeah. fight is just entertaining. It's like watching a Frankie fight. You, you know you're going to be entertained. Well, I mean, you know I, mean? Yeah. I think I think Tyson fights another level though, just because I mean that dude had dynamite in his hands, man. He was just special. You see those neck workouts he would do? Where uh, he, yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah. insane. Yeah, insane. I think the the person that beat Mike Tyson was Mike Tyson. Yes, yeah. Mm. He That's just—he's a. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess you know he's a. He's a martial artist, right? I mean, you know, artists like uh, like they say, like Picasso or, or Kanye West is a crazy artist. I mean, that's what Mike Tyson mm. is, you know, man, crazy artist. He yeah. sort of reinvented himself now, though. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's acting in movies. He's he's been on the panel at some stand up, you know, comedy roasts and things. I I feel like he's he's like found himself and he's really learned how to let go of a lot of inter you know pent up rage that he they had. And he just seems to be the most likable guy now. Listen, I'm saying you still didn't fuck with that guy. You'd see that one guy that was nope. like poking him oh, in the oh, back, the, the guy on the airplane, <laughs> and there was another guy at like some game or something. He was yeah. like poke, like asking him for a picture or whatever. And Tyson turned around, and was like, "Oh, you know what I mean." So you don't want to poke the bear, but he seems to be much more at peace with himself these days, and that's good to see. You know, yeah, that guy. I mean, they, that guy was annoying as fuck. I'm yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. everybody would have slapped that dude. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, yeah. he deserved yeah. it. He deserved everything he yeah. got. Everything he got. Right. Who's your favorite fighter? My favorite fighter? Yep. Boxer or fighter? Well, let's start with boxing. Boxing. Um, my favorite. Right right now current currently or uh Of or, all time. Of all time. I gotta go Tyson. Yeah, I mean I'd go Tyson or Holyfield. Cause those, those Foreman were, was pretty damn good too. Yeah, he was but, great. He was yeah. great. But I'm saying guys I watch, I would yeah. Holyfield definitely I remember those 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 I think he had three fights with Riddick Bow. And two fights with Foreman, maybe or two and two. Yeah, those fights I remember. Uh, Vander. I remember watching them. You know, vividly remember yeah. them. You know, being a young, young, young buck. Yeah, the Riddick Bow, the Riddick Bow trilogy. Well, my favorite fighter of all time is Sugar Ray Robinson, which mm-hmm. was way before right. uh, you guys' time. Right, right. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot about him, though. Uh, you know, obviously, yeah. uh, his record is unbelievable. He fought. Jake Lamotta six times, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, for pure boxing skill, it's Sugar Ray Robinson. As a uh, overall, it would be Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. But it's not just because of what he did inside the ring; it's what he did outside the ring as well. Mm-hmm. So overall, yeah. it would be Muhammad Ali. But for yeah. pure boxing skill. Sugar Ray Robinson. Mm. Yeah, Muhammad Ali was an icon, like a once in a absolutely mm-hmm. once in a lifetime type of icon. Absolutely, I like Sugar Ray Leonard too. I remember watch, watching him, his his speed and style. Like he could bang, he could box, he could had good feet, good hands. He he was fun to watch too. Absolutely was. It pissed me off though when he beat Marvin Hagler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what pissed me off. I mean, we we was cool until then. <laughs> That was the, the golden era, right? They say the golden oh, era of boxing. Man, yeah, for me, it, it really was. You know, I, I loved it. 
even when Tyson came back and he just had that that you know it was a non competition fight, but what, Reece, still, with Roy Jones, with Roy yeah. Jones, yeah. he still looked good. Yeah, still looked yeah. Good, he did. You know? He, he did, looked man. better than Roy. You know, he did. He damn sure yeah. did. He, he damn sure. Yeah. Still got it. Oh yeah, he got enough of it to whoop a lot of people. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. And they seem like they were Paul both holding would, back. Do you think Jake Paul would uh, fight this Tyson now? Do I think he would? I, I think, think he would, would yeah. for the payday. Yeah, I, I'd love to see Tyson take him out. I got nothing personal <laughs> against Jake, but I'd just like to see. You know, I mean, you're stepping into a OG's world. You went. I mean, listen, he's a, he's he's a legitimate boxer now, right? You can't argue that Jake Paul's not a legitimate boxer. He is, but he's he started out. You can argue a little bit. That well, he's a little okay, bit. but I mean, he ain't Mike Tyson, so yeah, you know, right, yeah. he's fighting a guy that's way out of his prime. I'd still like he's to see fights Tyson. guys that are that are like you know, Nate's really a seventy pounder yeah. going up to eighty five. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only guy he fought that's really his size was Tommy Fury, and he right. lost. Which Tommy Fury. Not the best boxer. Right. He's you know up and coming. He's calling Tyson for the would on that. murder this dude. Yeah. <laughs> he <would run laughs> now, now. <laughs> yes, yeah. right now. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, I do. I do. Yep. You think so, CT? You agree? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'd I'd be rooting for him too because oh, yeah. he's oh, older yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I find myself yeah. rooting for the old heads now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I like to see the old dudes feel guided, man. I, I, I must admit, I must admit, yeah. But no, he's. I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna ask uh, Mike. Uh, he don't want no smoke from Mike. Nah. He, even he, now, he picks him. He picks him well. He picks him well. Even like Nate. If Nate's just a little. You know, he's a little bit older, a little bit long in the tooth. He's a smaller opponent. You know. You know. Like, I, I think even like I, I heard someone say, Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland fought him right now, and Sean Strickland's. He's actually fighting Adesanya for the t- title. But if Itasanya or, or Strickland, someone young at 85 fought Jake Paul, they'd run through him. Oh, I believe so. And Strickland's Definitely. an animal, and he too. Gonna, he ain't going to call them out. Yeah. No, no, exactly. They will not be calling them out. Exactly. They say people don't even want to spar with Strickland because he's like a madman in there. Oh, yeah. 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 And you, you, know, you talk about legends that come back in their, in their, in their later years and, and do, like, uh, exhibition fights out. So. Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz. I was quite let down by that. Were you? I was quite yeah. let down by that because Chuck is just a legend. I love that guy, but he could he could have gone without that last fight. Yeah, it did, it wasn't a good look, that. you know. He didn't need to do that. He, he, yeah. Tito Tito still looked good. It's okay. Chuck yeah, I didn't guess, have it. You know, Chuck just looked kind of like just not the same same Chuck yeah. that we know. It was different. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Kinda... We were just talking about Hoyce Gracie. He came back and fought Matt Hughes. You know, and as a legend, you want to see him go out just, you know, and he, and he is. It doesn't take, but, you know, he is just you know, a, Matt Hughes is a different animal, much even, younger guy. He even fought later than that, though. He, he did. came back and fought Shamrock again or something in Bellator, I think. Oh, did he? Even later on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those guys, they stay at it for a minute. Yeah. Henzo, you know, I'm sure, you know, Henzo, I'm sure. And uh, he fought at 50 years old at 1FC. Yeah. Nuts. See, but you, then could, he, you could make a comeback. You just jump over the women's division now, you know? I mean, you can do that in today's day and age, you know? You, you, oh, you, can, you can take all the well, titles now. Yeah, it's, it's... What do you think about that, Frank? This uh, shit is getting yeah. ridiculous, man. Yeah, I think it's crazy, man. Um, You know, I mean, you have you have grandkids now that are probably going to be getting into sports and daughter and granddaughters. And, I mean, what if they're sitting there, you know, what if they're tra- you're training them? You're training them to be, you know get the curl record, the world curl record, and some dude dresses up, puts a skirt on, and, and takes that title from her after she works so hard. That's just crazy to me. 
Yeah, it's absolutely insane to me. And, you know, I probably, in this in this climate, the way it is, a whole lot of people won't fucking like me saying that shit, but I don't give a fuck. I, it's, that's some bullshit. Yeah, that is some yeah. fat fucking bullshit. Fuck but, that. But, they, but they'll mischaracterize this conversation and, the, and they'll, you know, call us all transphobes and whatever, but nobody cares. I don't think the three of us give a shit what you do, especially I, in your I, personal I, life. It's when you and when you have a direct impact on women's sports and potentially my daughter, potentially your daughter, potentially yeah. your granddaughter. You know, there's, there's something inherently wrong there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's got we, nobody cares how you live your life, but you're ruining women's sports. Quite literally, you're ruining. You're taking scholarships away from people, and it's it's just sad to see. You know, so you know they can they can say whatever they like, but I don't think any of us give a shit how you live your personal life. It's it's the fact that it has a real huge impact and how people can't see that i don't understand how that doesn't have a huge impact on women's sports and fucking arguing you know arguing mm. for this shit i'm like you don't got a fucking leg to stand on what no, the fuck? Right. you don't have an argument shut the fuck up with that bullshit that's yeah. fuck yeah. that yeah. <laughs> they got the swimmer even there was an mma fighter that was fighting women breaking their face broke like three 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 women's skulls you know, by punching them—that's crazy. How can yeah, that be allowed? Yep. So I, I, if, I if, if a woman chooses to fight a guy and they both choose, hey, that's on you. But you know, you're supposed to be fighting a girl. You better be fighting a girl. Not, yeah, her, her, her opponents like didn't know that she was born a biological male. That's right. that's the issue. Had yeah, they known, right. and actually, one girl beat her. Yeah, well, she and she yeah. knew, and she yeah. knew. Yeah, that she was Jermaine uh, Durandamy. Wait, she knew. I think she knew. Oh, I think yeah. I didn't think she. Yeah, did. she agreed to it. She was a UFC. Ended up winning the UFC title at one yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. Against, so she was uh, who good. was it? She yeah. wouldn't fight. Oh, Cyborg, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She refused to fight Cyborg, right, and they right. stripped her of her belt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. tough. I don't know if you, I don't know if I'm gonna fight Cyborg either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Cy- Cyborg might be a good match for this dude who's yeah, a... yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, she'll, she'll probably actually. She'll, we took a picture together. We were both at 45, man. She dwarfed me. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we, you still have that picture? We're going to put that up. I got to find it. I you still got it? it? Yeah. That's awesome. I'd love to see that. Yeah, she's Cyborg was a beast, man. She was just built different. But, again, legacy tarnished because, you know, she dabbled in the steroids. So, you know. Dabbled? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've said a lot of times, if you had a – a steroid league and anything, baseball, you know, Mark McGuire, the, the home run yeah. derby and all that. It was the greatest time. So if you had an all-steroid sport and then a natural one, I mean, I, I think I'm I'm one of many, many people that are going to watch the all-steroid one. It's just going to be better, you know, bigger home runs, bigger, you know, better fights, better, you know, I, I in my opinion anyway. Well, I think that um... – there's I don't think always, it's fair, I should say. I don't think it's fair that they compete against natural guys. I'm just yeah. saying if there was two different leagues, you know what I mean? I, th- I think there's always uh, going to be an audience for, you know, the more spectacular stuff, but there's always going to be exceptions to every rule. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some natural guys that are shocked the fuck out of guys mm-hmm. that are actually taking gear. Because there's, there's some, guy, some guys that uh, are born, mm-hmm. their DNA uh allows them you know they were born with testosterone levels that are much higher than your average motherfucker and mm-hmm. there's some guys that just that they, they look like some of these guys look like um they lift weights all the fucking time I, I used to to a bodyguard for a boxer uh named mike uh shit weaver mike weaver 
And he, this guy looked like a fucking bodybuilder. He looked yeah. like he just trained with weights all the fucking time. He had splits in his biceps and just, he looked like a fucking bodybuilder. He won the heavyweight title for a brief period of time. I was his bodyguard. And this guy said he hated, absolutely hated lifting weights. Really? Didn't want anything to do with lifting weights. But he looked like a fucking, like he did it all the time. I mean, yeah. I, I don't recall Mike Tyson being a very big weightlifting guy. I don't think he lifted very many weights. But he looked like it. He looked like he was, you know, uh, he looked like he felt like, and that's just uh, yeah. his DNA. You know, I remember hearing uh, Rogan. We've ref we've referenced Rogan a lot on this show, but uh, yeah. we're, big, we're big fans. But I remember hearing him talking about Yoel Yoel Romero and how a doctor yep. had examined him and said yeah, that he's yeah. literally just built different than other human beings. Yeah. His muscle fiber yeah. structure, you know, he's just he's just different. He's he's and and I, I agree with you. There are people who are probably just born like that, you know, and. Yeah. And um, well, I, I, I would argue, um, Frankie probably won't say it, that Frankie's probably fought guys on steroids before and beat them, you know? Well, I mean, oh, you, you think about definitely. before USADA came. Yeah. USADA came, I think, in 2014. I was in the UFC in 07. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'd imagine I fought someone on, on, on the gear. I, yeah. I remember doing an interview, and I'm like, let him be on it. I'll <laughs> fucking fight him anyway. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because... Yeah. Yeah, you you know, fucking you Frankie Edgar, man, and you've been it. whooping people's ass for your whole life. So don't, I don't make... say, you know, I've been beating up juice heads on the seaside boardwalk <laughs> for a long time. It's no different. <laughs> it's, yeah, you know, and I, I said I I had six months of uh a terrible mistake, but the rest of my career is completely drug free and I competed against the best motherfuckers on the planet and kicked their ass. Six time <laughs> world champion. Six I mean that's time. crazy, that's bro. What was it for people that don't know? What was your max bench? I mean, you were known for your bench and your curls, right? Your arm curls. That was really your, yes. your thing. My what what, what bench, were some of your records? Best bench in uh, competition was 650. Uh, I did 705 in the gym, but that shit don't count. <laughs> and uh, I curled 225 pounds, a uh, strict curl. And that lasted for 25 years until some uh, a Russian guy named Dennis Plinkov uh, broke that record. I never. He's the, he's the he's the arm wrestler, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. That dude is just all bicep. He's he actually, I think, uh, beat what's the what's the famous American Devin Larratt. Uh, he yeah. beat Devin Larratt numerous times, and Devin's an absolute animal. Do you guys watch yeah. that arm wrestling at all? I, I I hate arm wrestling. I never liked it, but I for some reason I like watching it. Yeah, it's it's yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. Devin Larratt's an animal, and the, and the guy you just talked about, the Russian dude, is an animal. But there was. A guy recently, a huge dude. I think he was from overseas somewhere in, uh, you know, like Saudi Arabia or something. That just came over and blew everybody away. This guy was a monster. But I, I know who you're talking about. I can't think. I of can't his think name, of his name. Yeah, he is a monster. Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Now the strict curl, the strict curl. Your back has to be up against the ball, the wall, right? Yeah, your back, yeah. your butt, and your head have to stay up against the wall. So oh, it's really? Wow. All arms. All yeah. arms. That's impressive. And what was it? What was your girl? 225. 225, yeah. Wow. Stood for 25 years. That's impressive. I saw um, the Hulk. I saw, I think, you know, I mean, most guys, you know, big guys, they, they, 225 is a good, just, you know, a good weight to work out with, right? I saw he did, I think, I think it was in one of your videos, 88 reps of 225. What? That's insane. In a row? In a row. Yeah. Yep. Holy cow. 88 reps of 225. Wow. 
What's he weigh? What does he weigh? Over 300, uh, right? 325. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. He's a big dude. Wow. Yep. Yeah, he is a big dude. That's for damn sure. <laughs> CT, if you never if you never lifted a weight your whole life, what do you think your natural body weight would be? What do you think you would weigh? Well, I, I actually fought at uh, 165 pounds. Really? Wow. Yep. And you've been you've you've also wow. been over three hundred pounds at one point, right? Three twenty five, yes, wow. sir. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I read somewhere uh, that you 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 would go to McDonald's and at one sitting eat over five thousand calories. That's you insane. know I never counted up the calories. I don't know what four Big Macs and four orders of fries and uh, strawberries. I don't I don't know how many calories <laughs> it is, but that's the issue. Had that. Yeah, every fucking day at lunch, it was no big deal with me. It's more than the average man eats in a day. That's crazy. <laughs> easy to put down. It's easy, damn. That's 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 impressive. Yeah, that was just lunch, though. You know what I mean? No, no big. I probably had four or five more cheeseburgers throughout the day. <laughs> now, were you were you hungry? Were you hungry? Or were you trying to get, just get, put the, the mass on? Uh, I would. I in the beginning, I force fed myself. I force fed myself. You know when I, when. Uh, I was trying, you know, only thing that mattered to me was getting bigger and stronger. And I didn't care what I ate. I just ate a lot of it. Every right. two hours I was eating something. And in the beginning, you force feed yourself for it because I couldn't gain weight when I was a youngster. Then mm-hmm. force feed, force feed, force feed until I kept kept doing it until every two hours I was actually hungry. Wow. So that's, yeah, I, I you know, that's, you People keep don't... doing it. Your body's <laughs> like, I'm used to it. I'm ready to eat. Yeah. Yeah, so. People don't understand that aspect of it to get big. You literally got to. Rich Piana used to talk about that a lot. You know how he literally he'd be. I'm eating another meal. I hate it. You know people people don't understand. He'd be forcing rice and broccoli down his throat and be like, "This is my tenth meal of the day" or whatever. What did you take on that guy? I mean, obviously uh, he's no longer with us, but you know, um, what what was your take? He's a very interesting dude. Another guy that motivated me that I would watch. Not on your level, CT. Not even close, but. You know, he was a pretty motivational guy. Um, he did big things in the, uh, you know, in the um, fitness industry. Um, what What is your take on him as a as a person, as an athlete? Well, you know, I, I met him a few times. We we did uh, different expos, and what I liked about Rich was he wasn't fucking saying I'm natural, I'm natural, I'm natural, and taking every fucking thing to book. He said, <laughs> "Hey, yeah, yes, yeah. I take steroids. Yes, yeah. I do this." He was honest about it. What mm-hmm. fucking bugs me is the guys who uh, swear up and down that they're natural. They're mm-hmm. obviously not. And so I respected him for the fact that he would come out and tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, since you, since we're on the topic and you said, you, you, you know, guys bug you, we got to talk about Mike O'Hearn, who still to this day looks phenomenal. He's in his 50s. But there's a guy that's claimed his entire career that he's never taken anything. In my opinion, it's absolutely impossible. I don't believe it at all. Do you? Well, you know, I know Mike uh, personally. He's a friend of mine. Uh, so uh, ever since I've known him, he's said the same thing. So uh, I'm going to just say no comment. Okay. All right. I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. I try to pressure this guy once in a while to talk about other UFC fighters. And he's the same uh, way. He's uh, like, no comment, yeah. no comment. Gotta, so, stay, gotta yeah. stay true. Yeah. Gotta stay true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about another guy. Let's talk about another guy. Um, you, you, you know, you talk about being in the gym, you know, uh, 
like absolutely pushing yourself to the to the very brink of like death and and to the limits. There was a guy that did that, Ronnie Coleman, who is now like basically can barely walk. You know what I mean? I mean the guy is is really he's done so much damage to his body and his back, you know, mostly that he can barely walk, barely get around. I mean, where you know did he did the pendulum swing too far with Ronnie because that dude lifted like a savage? Do you think that he pushed himself too hard and he cost himself the quality of life where he is now in his senior years? Or do you think, I mean, I know what Ronnie says. Ronnie says, I would have done one more rep or two more reps of 800-pound squat. Do you, do, do you agree with that? I mean, do you, do you think, because he's given up some quality of life, obviously. Let, let me uh, let me put it, okay. Uh, I love Ronnie Coleman, by the way. Me too, that's, that's, me, me, uh, too. You know, me too. I just, uh, you know, I, I just seen him uh, this past weekend uh, and, he, and we were, we were in uh, uh, at the Anaheim Fit Expo. But anyway, absolutely love Ronnie Coleman. And what I love so much about Ronnie Coleman is just what you just said. They asked him mm-hmm. if he had any fucking regrets. Yes. And Ronnie said, the only thing I regret is only doing two fucking reps yeah. with 800. <laughs> I fucking love that shit, man. If you're going to be, I mean, he he... He, so what he's saying is that everything that I sacrificed, everything that I did, they're asking, is he, is it worth it? Ronnie Coleman says, definitely, fuck yes, it's worth it. If I had to do it all over, I got to do the same fucking thing. And anybody who, you know, that's his attitude, I respect the fuck, fuck out of him for that. You know, because look, look at me. I fucking, I didn't do, and I had fucking five, I flatlined five fucking times, man. So, And that's without, you know, that's because uh, my mother, all nine of her brothers and sisters passed away from heart yeah. problems. That, so it's yeah. fucking hereditary in my family. Mm-hmm. So he took a different path, did take a different path, but he, you asked him, do he have any fucking regrets? Ronnie has no regrets. You ask this old motherfucker right here, do I have any fucking regrets about eating all them double cheese? Fuck no, I don't have any regrets. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I, the dude's got—he's got all my respect, man. So he don't now got any regrets. Why the fuck should I have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you, brother. You were on the donor list for about a year, I read, and then 2018, you be. Do you know anything about your donor? I know that's a weird question, but do you, do you know anything about the the person that that gave you life, essentially? Yeah. That's exactly what what she what she did. She that's, wow. that's, oh wow. that's that's, in, that's super interesting. Absolutely, that is uh, what I know, and I wasn't supposed. So you to can compete that. in the women's division now. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I have too much integrity to do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking yeah. But you know, it's uh, that, and I wasn't supposed to to know that. There was a doctor would come into my uh, room every day, a young guy, and he'd be like, how you doing today, Mr. Fletcher? And I'd always say the same thing. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And he would be pissed um, at that, at me saying that because he felt like I was giving too much credit to God and not enough credit to the doctors, nice. you know, yeah. who actually did the surgery on me. And I'm like, hey, no, doc, you know, I, 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 I really appreciate you. Uh, you know, without you, I wouldn't be here. But, you know, I, I give I give credit to God, too, because, you know, when I flatlined, one of those times I flatlined, I was at home, no doctors around, no emergency, no nobody there to revive me, no nothing. And I'm still fucking here. 
So I can't give credit to the doctors for that. That one, the good Lord had to step in and say, so I'm still here, doc. So I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. And he goes, well, I'm going to tell you this. You got a lady's heart. And she wasn't a young lady either. She's almost as old as you are. Wow. (laughs) And I tell you what, when he told me that shit, for the rest of the day, I was fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that fucked me up for the rest of the day, man. I was like, man, a lady. Sorry, because I did a whole bunch of research. And they was like, whenever you get a, a woman's heart and put it in a man, the survival rate is much less and all this shit. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. When he told me that shit, man, that fucked me up. And I was, you know, I was like, oh, God, why, you know, why? I'm not going to make it to the end of the week. I was all, I'm like, man, God, why did you do this to me, man? You know, I'm I'm talking. uh, I was fucked up. And I thought about it, and then, you know, I thought about it, and I thought about it, and said that, and Good Lord, so look, that is the heart. If I gave you an 18-year-old heart, CT, or some young kid's heart, and you made this miraculous comeback, everybody would say it's because of that heart that you're mm. doing so well. Mm. But I give you a woman's heart, and she's almost as old as you, and then you come back, and then you're still here, then who they're going to get the credit to? They're going to yeah. give it to me because I said that's the heart for you. Wow. <laughs> then I so, shut up. I didn't complain no yeah, more. Hey, yeah. I, got, that's... I got a woman's heart and I'm still, look at, I'm still flexing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, I mean, I, I'm an organ donor. I mean, I, I don't know how that works, right? I, I, I just, I, my theory has always been like when my, my fleshy vessel time on this earth is over, Somebody might as well benefit from it. So I'm an organ donor. But, you know, when you're on that list, you probably learn a little bit about how it works. I mean, obviously, you can't harvest somebody's donor heart and keep it on ice and say, oh, you know, the guy came along and he needs one. I mean, that has to be pretty much in the moment, right? Yeah. It has to. I mean, it it doesn't have a shelf life on it. So somebody essentially passes and then immediately they must harvest that. And so you were on a list and, and this you know, woman, I guess, passed and they immediately called you in. Is that how that works? They just call you yeah, and say, get man, to the hospital they, now? When, when they, uh, when it's, uh, really, it gets really close. They want, yeah, my, my dad passed away, uh, really close to the time that they found the heart for me. And I was unable to attend his funeral oh, wow. because they said, if I go to the funeral, I'm off the list. Oh, right? wow. I'm like, Oh man. So I had to stay there. Uh, when it gets really critical like that, when you reach the top of the list, um, you can't go anywhere. So I missed my dad's funeral, but I, I stayed there and went, and then I got the call five o'clock in the morning. Hey, Mr. Fletcher, we found a heart for you. They didn't say we found a woman's heart. I probably would say, Hey, I'll pass, man. But they just said we found a heart. And I was like, you know, it was like, uh, the most, uh, it was happy and sad. I felt really bad for the donor's family, because I knew mm-hmm. that somebody had to pass away in order for me to get the opportunity to live. So mm-hmm. I felt really bad for their family, but I was happy that I would get to stay here a little bit longer and see my grandkids and see my son, you know, lift weights and stuff. So I was, I was happy and sad at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's looking down on you and, you know, quite fondly from, from, from above. So that's, 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 amazing. I hope so. Yeah. I'm trying to make her proud, man. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. 
She might have been a trucker like you with the Carson. You never know, right? <laughs> Maybe. Oh man, so, CT, you got what? Uh, you have any events coming up or anything? People can catch you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be in uh, Florida on the 19th of this month, the Florida Expo. Uh, me and my kids, my wife, and oh, we're gonna be over there. Uh, Jungle Wars. Okay, is that, is that in Orlando? Yes. Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yep. that's, that's, that's a nice venue over there. Yeah, we'll be over there talking shit and yelling. I have the world's strongest bench presser and uh, Midwest Kong and TD Smith. Julius Maddox is the world record holder in the bench press right now. And he's uh, going to be there at Jungle Wars. And we're going to have a tear the motherfucker down. And then I'm going to take my ass back to my room and look at TV. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Now you'll be out on the floor screaming at these dudes doing what you oh, do. Oh, you know it. That's you know fucking it. awesome. Yeah, that's my that's my job. Now I'm chief. I'm the chief cheerleader. Can there you goes. can you give us it's it's still your set? I can't. I'm not even gonna try to imitate it. Can you give us one? <laughs> it is still your motherfucking set, Frank. I, yeah, I, I, yes. love I love yes. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, CT, I know you're Iron Addicts, right? So my initials are F-E and, uh, the, you know, the periodic symbol for iron. And so I, that's my logo. And, you know, it's the, the period, it's the F-E symbol. And I'm about to open up a gym in my hometown. I'm going to call it Iron Army, you know, Frank Yeager's Iron Army, um, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Mixed Martial Arts Academy. So a little, little, uh, I think you look Hell yeah. Like you got to get yeah, CT yeah. to come out and check Hell it yeah. out. Hell yeah. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be amazing. Iron Army. Iron Addicts meets Iron Army. I love yeah, it. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, CT, I appreciate your time, man. It's a pleasure talking with you. Uh, one of the realest motherfuckers that I know, and uh, I'm proud of, uh, happy to call you my friend, my man. Hell, yeah. Same here. I mean, it's an honor for me to be on your show. I've been, I'm, uh, been a huge fan. I'm still a fucking huge fan. Thank you so much. Thank you both for having me. You're a legend, yeah, bro. It's such yeah. an honor to finally meet you, man. You are inspiring legend not just me but as you know millions of people but my little gym i go to you're you're, you're everybody loves you bro so thank uh, you yeah, thank any, you so anytime you're out on the east coast in jersey you gotta look us up please yeah come I, sit on the I'm couch saying, now uh let, i'm supposed to okay i gotta thank plasma water for hooking up this fucking yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely definitely, definitely. yeah they're Shout the ones plasma who, water yeah they the one who yeah. hooked it up so i could uh, get a chance to be on here with the legend so thank you, Pastor Water. Thank you, man. All the best, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, CT. Guys, please don't forget to find and follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. Champ and the Tramp.